Welcome to the David Fraga Leadership Podcast, where we believe that as long as there's breath in your lungs, there is a race to run, helping you decide what you want in life and show you how to lead and disciple. You can check us out at www.kingdominitiative.org. That is www.kingdominitiative.org. Subscribe and share. Also, check us out on YouTube at K-I Productions. Subscribe and share so you can stay up to date with some incredible content and stories we will be sharing. Once again, thank you for pressing play. Without further ado, let's dive into the nitty gritty. What is up, fam bam? David Froggy here, and speaking into your ears, what's up? Man, that was a weird intro, isn't it? But in case you haven't noticed, I am a different and strange man. So, all that being said, I hope you guys are having a great day. Thank you guys for clicking play on this podcast episode. So, essentially, what I want this episode to encompass, if you will, uh, is a little bit of what I like to do on a daily basis, which is, say, a daily declaration. Yes, that's right. A daily declaration about your life and about who you are and your why. Like, why are you here on this earth? So essentially what a daily declaration does, for me at least, and I can tell you all from my experience that I've had a lot of identity issues growing up and a lot of struggle with self-worth, where it roots from identity, right? And on top of that, a lot to do with just constantly accepting and coming in agreement with lies in my life. And, you know, when that happens, those are things that need to be broken. But the thing is, if you continue to agree with those things, those lies, they continue to multiply and grow and they become difficult to break. However, there is one name above every other name that will break those chains and that name is Jesus. So there is hope, our living hope, right? I'll like to say, guys, I want to share with you what I say on a daily basis as well as uh, what I hope you guys can help develop your own daily declaration um, every morning, every night, whether you're feeling going through a trial or in the midst of a storm, you can just say this in assurance that Christ in me is stronger than the wrong desires in me, that that Christ is there with you in the midst of the storm, in the midst of a tornado, in the midst of this when all hell breaks loose, essentially. But I can tell you something that he is with you. He will never forsake you. And those are promises that he always keeps, especially for his children and you know, it says in scripture that, you know, we are his children and he clothes us with righteousness, right? So all that being said, I want you guys to be encouraged by this episode. It's not going to be a very long episode, but the whole intention is just one simple point, And that is to help give y'all a guideline of a daily declaration. And then as I go, I'm going to say it through real quick. And after that, we can break it down line by line. And then that will be that for this episode. And I hope you guys share this. I hope you guys use this as a resource. So all that being said, let's jump right into it, right? So this is a daily decoration that I've been saying for about almost two years now. So this is something that I heard uh, Pastor Craig Rochelle. He is a pastor of a massive church that multiplies like nothing else I've ever seen before in my life. But he is an incredible leader, and he is someone who spoke at a men's summit, and I heard him talk about a daily declaration. 
And I was like, man, that's pretty cool. But I guess it's just for some people, right? When I went for some people, I'm like, oh, that's for the weak, right? <laughs> um, as bad as that sounds, but the reality of it is I needed that. And when I started doing it, I started being able to use God's word to combat these lies that would attempt to manifest in my life. And instead of coming to agreement with those lies, I would start to say these declarations late at night. I would start to say them as I drive. I would start to say this whole daily declaration everywhere I went. And when I started doing that, that started literally transforming my mind. That started literally um, being, you know, hiding word, God's word into my heart to use for when the enemy was trying to um, plant a, a seed, plant a lying seed in my mind, right? Or in my life. So all that being said, I'm going to say it real quick, like I said before, and let's get to the nitty gritty, right? So here we go. Daily decoration. Uh, Jesus is first in my life. I exist to serve and glorify him. One day I will love my wife and I will lay down my life to serve her. My children will love God and serve him with their whole hearts. I will equip, nurture, and empower them to do more for his kingdom than they can ever imagine. I love people and believe the best about others. I am disciplined. Christ in me is stronger than the wrong desires in me. I am growing closer to Jesus every day. Because of Christ, my family is closer, my body is stronger, my family faith is deeper, my leadership is sharper. I am anointed, empowered, and equipped and called to reach people far from God. I am created, innovated, driven, and focused, and blessed beyond because the Holy Spirit dwells within me. I develop leaders. That is not something I do. It is who I am. My words and my thoughts and my imagination are under the power of Christ. I take all thoughts captive and make them obedient to Christ. I wake up with purpose, direction, and meaning every day of my life. Tame is my friend. I rejoice in suffering because Christ suffered for me. I bring my best and then some. It's what it's what happens after I bring my best that glorifies God. The world will be different and better because I serve Jesus today. So there you have it, folks. Yeah, that is what something I say just about every single day. Um, and what it literally does, like I said, is it starts to transform my mind. It starts to allow me to start my day with truth, absolute truth, which is the word of God. So all that being said, let's go to the first line. It's Jesus is first in my life. I exist to serve and glorify him. The reason why that is so important is because that is our purpose. That is our why. That is our essentially um, our direction of life, right? So it's everything. So why do we exist? Why are we here on this earth? And so when I say Jesus is first in my life and I exist to serve and glorify him, I have to understand that if Jesus is not first in my life, there is something that is being held of value and I am not serving the purpose and the reason of why I am here on this earth, right? So that is why it's so important that, that is the first line. The second line is, one day I will love my wife and I will lay down my life to serve her. It is so important. It's something that the Lord has always kind of just, he's been downloading in me and uh, anointing me and calling me into stepping into men's ministry because I have always wanted to be a kingdom man. I want to be a man after God's own heart. And so when I say that, 
That is me learning how to be a good father one day, Lord willing, and to love my wife one day, to be an Ephesians 5 man by declaring that over my life. So one day I will love my wife and I'll lay my life down to serve her. That is so important because by keeping my eyes on the perfect father and by living and walking in such a way, I am able to one day be a hopefully a good father. I will not be perfect, but I will do my best, right? And that is a declaration that I am making, a commitment I am making to my wife one day, Lord willing, and to my, you know, what I will do as a commitment to her, right? To lay down my life for her. The second line is amazingly important as well because it is generational. So it's saying my children will love God and serve him with their whole hearts. So my children one day, hopefully the decisions that I make affect generations. And something that has always spoken to me is that I, my, me, myself, keeping my eyes on the perfect father, keeping my eyes and keeping Jesus first, like I said in the first line, my children will see that and they will follow in my footsteps. And those are promises of generational throughout the Bible. If you look in the Old Testament, even in the New Testament, promises that says like, he will be our God and we will be his people, right? And it's, there's always a generational promise, right, on top of that. So all that being said, that is why I always say my children will love God if I have children one day, which I hope I do, and serve him with their whole hearts, right? I will equip, nurture, and empower them to do more for his kingdom than they can ever imagine. The reason why I say that is because I will I refuse to be a passive father. And this generation, millennial generation, is known as a fatherless generation, not because of fathers not being in the home or present, but all, but primarily because of fathers being passive. And that is something that I am just make, make a covenant and a commitment that I do not want to be passive. I want to equip, nurture, and empower my kids one day. Also, just be a leader in my family, within my friends, within my organizations, right? The next line is, I love people and believe the best about others. So, you know, we can love, it says in scripture, we can love because he first loves us, right? And it also says in First uh, John that God is love, right? So it talks about so many, love is just so essential for all of this, right? Uh, it affects our why, it affects everything, right? That he redeemed us, that he calls us his bride, that he loves us unconditionally, right? That he, that he has chosen us and that he loves us, right? And that <laughs> that is a love that is agape love, right? As mind-blowing love. And every single time I think about it, I just come to tears a lot of times. So, But I want to love people like he loves me, right? So, yeah, so I always say I love people and believe the best about others. In other words, not having it uh, by the way someone looks, not judging them, which is so hard, right? You know, because we always say first impressions are everything, right? But in order for me to combat that, I have to say, I have to try to at least believe the best about that person. They may not be perfect, but the same way I was extended grace, I can extend grace, right? So all that being said, the next line is, I am disciplined. Christ in me is stronger than the wrong desires in me. So when I say I am disciplined, it's kind of going back to not being passive. Now, not allowing, you know, the things that I can control and steward well, for example, I always like to use this analogy of food because I love food. I know I know so many of you love food as well, but 
food on my plate right now. We don't need to worry about tomorrow. We don't need to worry about our 10-year plan, five-year plan, three-year plan, two-year plan. Not heck. Don't worry about your one-year plan so much. I mean, yeah, you can have that in place, but those are those are plans that most likely aren't going to work out the way you are planning them to work out. But when I say I am disciplined, that is me saying I will steward what I have in this very moment to eat on my plate, right? So whatever is on my plate right now, I'm going to be present. I'm going to be disciplined. I'm going to be a good steward. If it's saying, hey, there's men's prayer at 6 a.m., I'm going to go to that by going to bed early the day before, which is always the biggest struggle for young adults, right? Am I right, young adults? Yeah. Yeah, I know I am. So it is really good to say I am disciplined. And then even in the midst of trials, I'm going to be disciplined and standing firm on your promises, Lord. So it's saying I am disciplined. Christ in me is stronger than wrong desires in me. So that is trusting that Christ in me, the Holy Spirit dwells within me, right guys? So it's the same spirit that rose Jesus from the grave lives inside you and me. So when I say Christ is stronger than the wrong desires in me, our flesh, especially for men, we, we our flesh is always pursuing uh, worldly things, whether it's women, whether it's lust, whether it's all these other things, whether what we look and see and what we do, right? So it's saying, that, no, I'm not going to think those thoughts. I'm going to believe the best about people, about that one person, because Christ in me is, str- is stronger than the wrong desires in me. What's up, fam bam? I just want to take a quick break and give you guys some quick tips. So this is something I want to do a little bit more consistently and just share with you guys a few resources that is on my heart, some resources that I actually currently use or have used. And so a quick tip right here is this. Check out the Men's Summit Leadership Podcast. That is the Gateway Men's Summit Podcast. Just type in Men's Summit Podcast and you're going to see a men's Gateway Men's logo. Click on that, whether you're a woman or whether you're a man, it is a phenomenal podcast all across the board for us to just learn as kingdom men and as kingdom women to grow, to mature, and to just understand our roles as kingdom men and as kingdom women. So all that being said, let's dive right back into my podcast. The next part is I'm growing closer to Jesus every single day. That means intimacy. That means relationship. That means even in the midst of trials, like I am able to see what the Lord is working. Even in the midst of feeling that I can't hear the Lord or I'm stagnant, I am trusting that the Lord is doing a work behind the scenes that I cannot see, right? So that is so important to say that I'm growing closer to Jesus every day because it is a relationship and not a religion, right? Religion is dead. Relationship is life. So next line I always say is this, that because of Christ, my family is closer, my body is stronger, my family faith is deeper, my leadership is sharper. So because of all these things, because of not just all these things, but because of Christ, because of Christ, my Redeemer, my Savior, you know, He is the resurrection and the life. So Because of him, because of Christ and Christ alone, my family is closer because I am keeping Christ first. That's the first line I say, Jesus is first in my life. Because I'm doing that, just like it says in Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom of heaven and all these things will be added, right? Because I'm keeping Christ first, right? Because of Christ, my family will draw closer. My body will be stronger. My family faith 
is deeper. My leadership is sharper, right? The next line I say, I am anointed, empowered, equipped, and called to reach people far from God. Uh, Now, I used to be careful when I said this part because I would always preach like, yes, each of us has a calling, right? Or an anointing. I always say anointing, not calling, because calling is what we're called to do, which is to go therefore out there and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, right? It says in Matthew 28. However, I always say, I don't share this part a lot of of times, but I want to share it with you guys because each of us has a different anointing, just like King David was anointed to be the ruler over Israel one day. Just like Joseph was anointed to be a leader one day in his family and also to be second command of all of all of Egypt. So I always talk about that. And obviously that can be up for discussion and whatnot. But I like to say that I am anointed because Christ has anointed me to cultivate the gifts that I have, to use them to build up his kingdom, right? The same gifts that I have may not be the same gifts that you guys have, right? But the same gifts you guys have may not be the same gifts as my, that I have. So for example... Some of you can sing amazingly well and lead worship. Your boy is not the best singer. Some of you can rap. Your boy tries to, but is not the best rapper. Okay, so all that being said, I am anointed, empowered, equipped, and called to reach people far from God. The next part is I am created, innovated, driven, and focused, and blessed beyond because the Holy Spirit dwells within me. So because we have a helper and comforter, the Holy Spirit, I am just reminded that I am created for a purpose. You know, I'm wonderfully and fearfully made, right? I have, I am innovated. I am driven and focused on him. I'm fixing my eyes on him. Just like it says in Genesis where Abraham would lift up his eyes before he moved to where, to where God was telling him to go to. He would always lift up his eyes in the morning and in the day and at night before he moved So because of that, I am created, innovated, driven, focused, and blessed beyond because the Holy Spirit dwells within me. I develop leaders. That is not something I do. It is who I am. So the reason why I say that is because for me personally, uh, that is a, that is something that is so like uh, near and dear to my heart, leadership, right? So all that being said, I always declare that like I develop leaders. That is not something I do. That's not just something I do, like as a job or anything like that. That is, it is who I am. I am a leader, and that is something that um, I truly believe the Lord has given me as a spiritual gift. So, my words and my thoughts and my imagination are under the power of Christ. So, just uh, understanding that your words have power, right? Your thoughts have power, and your imagination have so much power, obviously. But we have to continue to declaring them that they're under the power of Christ. And not by our own power. And every word that we speak, you know, is a seed, right? It says in Proverbs that the tongue, um, in the tongue, there's a power of life and death, right? So just acknowledging the power of words and your thoughts and your imagination and trusting that they are under the power of Christ. So the next part is I take all thoughts captive and make them obedient to Christ. So that's understanding that, you know, Paul talks about taking your thoughts captive and making, making them obedient to Christ. So even if you have like, you know, thoughts that are not good thoughts, right? I mean, I have thoughts all the time. I have doubt all the time, but I'm like, okay, no, that is not true. Let's see what God's word says about that. So that's kind of like what that is. So it's a reminder of always referring back to God's word, always referring back to scripture and absolute truth, right? Uh, So the next part is 
I take, okay, so I wake up with purpose, direction, and meaning every day of my life. So it is saying that I do have purpose, meaning, and direction every single day. And when I wake up, that is a day that the Lord has already gone before me and he is with me because we are not promised tomorrow, right? Next thing is tame is my friend. I rejoice in suffering because Christ suffered for me. So this one's really good because tame has a lot to do with discipline, right? But I like to think when I think of tame, I think of like my tongue. So whatever I say, may those words be life-giving, right? May the words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart be pleasing to your eyes, oh God. And that comes from Psalms 19, I believe. So all that being said, just saying tame is my friend. Like I am satisfied in you, Lord. I rejoice in suffering because Christ suffered for me. You know, oftentimes in the midst of suffering, this is a completely different message, right? But in the midst of suffering, we are a lot of impurities, are coming out of us. There's a lot of hurt. There's a lot of pain. But a lot of times that is where we truly see that God is with us, right? And that's kind of like, you know, that bothers a lot of people when I say that. But the reality is like we are looking for hope in the midst of suffering a lot of times, right? But in those times, those are stretching times. Those are times that we are growing. Those are times that we are stepping towards the direction that God has for us. That is going to be a part of our testimony one day, right? So it's an amazing thing. But all that being said, rejoice in those times, right? I bring my best and then some. It's what happens after I bring my best that glorifies God. So it's giving everything you got the best. Not being, not holding that of value over Christ, but just, you know what? Whatever is on your plate, kind of like I was saying earlier, just bringing your best, you know, stewarding it well, investing time and research before you go speak somewhere, investing time and research before you sit down and have coffee with someone and actually be intentional with them. That is what giving your best is, being intentional and being authentic, right? So it's what happens after I bring my best that glorifies God. Like that is saying that God is going to qualify the unqualified. God is going to make new wine out of the words that you say. So that is just trusting that whatever happens that is uncontrollable. I am trusting that God is working in it. You know what I'm saying? So the last line is this, the world will be different and better because I serve Jesus today. So the world will be different and better because I serve Jesus today. Jesus even said this to his disciples that all these things you have seen me do, I will send you guys out to even do greater things, right? And I think that is so amazing because we are meant to be world changers, right? And I think one of the coolest things is in Revelation 12, it talks about we are made to overcome with the blood of the lamb and the word of our what? Testimonies. And testimonies are so powerful, right? They can change someone's perspective. Why? Because that is your experience. That is something that no one can argue, right? A testimony. So all that being said, I hope this daily declaration encourages you guys to write one, whether it's a line or two a day, memorize it, um, just like I've memorized this one. But it's just so important in order to just start your day off right. I know some of you may start with worship. I know that I do. I like to put on some worship on my Spotify or whatever it is. <laughs> Shout out to Spotify. But all that being said, or maybe even start your day out with that, but saying, Lord, today I have meaning, purpose, and direction every day of my life. And then, you know, throughout time, add another line, add another line, giving praise and glory to him speaking these truths of your lives. And eventually this word is going to be hidden in your heart because when you have word, God's word hidden in your heart, you're able to use that as a sword, right? And it says in Ephesians 6 that 
put on the full armor of God. And as you continue reading down that, it's amazing because it says, and wield the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And the sword of the spirit, the sword itself, like any sword that you have is used to combat. You could use it to block some things, but you use it to slice through bone and marrow. You use it to slice through lies, use it to slice through um, the enemy, right? So all that being said, Use God's word to combat lies. Use God's word to combat those things. Put on the full armor of God. And I want to encourage you guys to read through Ephesians 6 also, which is where the full armor of God comes from. So all that being said, I hope this podcast episode, it went a little bit longer than I expected, but I love you guys. I hope it's a good one. I hope you share this, subscribe, check my organization out as well as myself out on www.kingdominitiative.org. That is dot org org so kingdom initiative you can check us out subscribe check out our youtube channel which is ki productions on youtube you can also go to our instagram which is kingdom initiative at kingdom initiative facebook page um so we're just continuing to grow i hope you guys share this i hope you guys like this and subscribe so this is the david frogger leadership podcast peace and out guys Thanks so much, guys, for listening to this episode at the David Fraga Leadership Podcast, where we believe that as long as there's breath in your lungs, there is a race to run, helping you decide what you want in life and show you how to lead and disciple. Be sure to connect with us if you have any questions or thoughts at www.kingdominitiative.org. That is www.kingdominitiative.org. Be sure to subscribe and share. Once again, thank you so much. And until next time, guys, God bless.